Our last episode featured Jamie Church. So now it's time for Jamie Birch. I'm always amazed at the stories hidden within people, and this guy's got some. How does a person go from doing a little work here and a little work there to landing multiple national and international contracts? Would you believe me if I told you it has something to do with golf? <laughs> if you've been in just about any restaurant in town, you've seen Jamie's work. If you've been in any outback restaurant in the world, you've seen Jamie's work. If you've been to a rainforest cafe, you've seen Jamie's work. And the list goes on and on. I want to know where this guy came from, how he ended up in Farmington, and how the heck did he end up with all these contracts? There's something to be said about learning a skill, becoming good at it, putting yourself out there socially, and delivering quality work. It's a simple thing, but we sometimes need to remind ourselves of this. It's hard to nail Jamie down to a particular day and time because he stays way too busy. He can't sit still and his calendar's always booked. I've caught him on his first day off since May. I think he deserves a cup of coffee. Want to see how it goes? Come along for the ride in Ken's Think Tank. Ken's Think Tank is made possible by the following sponsors. Trattoria de Bernadoni is Farmington's authentic Italian restaurant. Rooted deep in Italian history, the Bernadoni family makes food that loves you back. Drop in, tell them you saw this video, and enter to win a $25 gift card. A new winner every month until October 2019. From the moment you walk into the caveman's grooming, you understand this is no average barbershop. This is a place for men in their grooming needs. In a world full of guys, be a man. Drop by the caveman's grooming and join the revolution. 505 Motorsports in Farmington is awesome. They sell vehicles of all makes and models, as well as four-wheelers, motorcycles, boats, RVs, and more. They even offer in-house financing and co-signment. So how you been, man? I've been busy. Yeah. You know, for, oh, 25 years, I basically worked for myself, just by myself, right? So... Got lucky, got that Outback Steakhouse contract, man, 2003, and guy. Now, what were you, what were you doing? So, we what I specialized. What, what were you doing with Outback? Okay, what I do at that point of my career, I specialized in epoxy resin. Okay. So, we were coming from Las Vegas from a trade show for night bar, nightclub, and restaurant. Yeah, trade show. So my wife's from here, so we stopped here, and she wanted to see her family, so I went out as an individual to golf. Yeah. And they paired me up with the proprietor of the Outback. Nice. And so we start talking, and he's like, so what do you do? And I told him, he got this big old look on his face, like, how fast can you do my bar? <laughs> and I said, why? He said, my boss told me to do it two months ago, and he's coming into town in two days. So I had epoxy, so I poured his bar top out, poured a couple tables in the bar area to show him what they look like. He calls me two, three days later and says, man, I hope you have a good attorney. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, what, what did I, I do? do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? He goes, well, put it this way, the JVP of this area owns 26 stores and he wants you to do every one of them. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a broke newly married guy and I'm like well that'd be pretty cool I could yeah. make you know fifty sixty thousand dollars in a month right so my wife and I 
hit the road. We go, he owns New Mexico, Arizona. We go do all the bar tops. Nice. Outback. I do the Scottsdale store. They have a national sales meeting. <laughs> I'm getting calls from guys in the bathroom yeah. going, hey, love your bar. Heard you like golf. If you come to my region, I'll, you know, let you play Pebble. I'll take you to Pebble Beach, all this stuff. So all of a sudden I went from being, you know, Two states to... Yeah, to, <laughs> so one of the head Outback, the five guys started Outback with yeah. like 5000 bucks each. Wow. And it's just a cool story. So one of those, his name was Scott, uh, Steve Shannon. He was... Tommy Shannon, sorry. Okay. He was a uh, Orange Bowl MVP for Florida Gators. Just really? Just a really cool athlete guy. Well, he owns 110 stores in California. So it's winter time. He's like, hey, I'll give you all 110 stores, and I'll pay you every Friday wherever you're at. Done yeah. deal. So we just took off and lived in hotels and stuff for, oh, a year plus. Then corporate Outback called me and said, hey, we need <laughs> to sit down, and let's talk about doing every store, all the bars, all the tables, everything. So for 15 years or close to that, that's all I did. Yeah. And I've been in every Outback in the world yeah at when i left doing right. it at right. that point i've been to every outback in the world wow. and i could it's kind of photographic memory somebody will say hey what is uh wheaton illinois or wherever what's it look like and i could seriously look at it and go yeah. oh i remember that store well so i was doing it by myself and outback called and said hey you do great work but we people want you faster yeah so my younger brother got a degree in accounting. My older brother's the top salesman for Bell Systems at the phone company, right. you know, at the time, Quest. So I lured both of them in. So then they <laughs> both started helping me do this epoxy thing. Yeah. So we're all over just, you know, fishing during the day, working at night, having a really good time. And then my wife is like, hey, you could hire my younger brother. And really good worker and things were just going great you yeah know? so and then Landry's came calling and you know it's just one of those things where I went from really not knowing what I was going to do with my life to kind of like I was the resin guy <laughs> where people were calling me from New York to yeah. pour you know crazy bars like the Playboy Mansion design calls hey can you come pour a bar top you know so most of my really cool jobs that I really truly love are epoxy based and yeah. you know we're driving to the new Durango Joe's right. and if you go inside there there's a 200 year old slab beam right from my the guy that works with for me he uh, their homestead they yeah. 200 years old oh, wow. he pulled this out of a barn and it was just so cool looking, but it was rough and just, it wouldn't work for a table. Yeah. So I just built like a big cake pan mold and we, uh, watch that curb. I hit it numerous times <laughs> when we were building this. So we, uh, put, built a mold and poured it, the epoxy in there and it was just came out beautiful. So, yeah. And it's one of those things where something I've done a million times in my life, I learn different tricks every time I pour it. Yeah. You know, so we poured some epoxy at the down the rabbit hole, the new bar in Durango. Right. 
and we did antique gold flake and just beautiful. And I was like, wow, wow. for I've done probably 3000 bars in my life and a couple hundred thousand tables. Yeah. And I still learn something new every time I do it. So a new venture I have is I go back east and buy slabs of wood. Right. Walnut, pecan, exotic hardwoods. So I built a kiln, a wood kiln in my shop. Yeah. And we dry them here and we make live edge dining room tables like in Durango Joe's. They're real thick with the bark on them and everything. So... You know, I've been waiting to get all these projects done so I could start my furniture line Yeah, I have. And I have a furniture yeah. company who's basically signed a deal. They'll buy all my furniture. Right so on. I've been so excited about, oh, that as soon as I'm done with this job and Cottonwood, I'm going to do just furniture. Yeah. And then the escape rooms made the call because <laughs> I have all the cool, you know, because when I worked for the Rainforest Cafes, we built all the fake wall like the fake rocks right the fake waterfalls all that stuff so just and i got really excited you know <laughs> so my wife is like yeah i thought you didn't want to do anything and maybe that's just being the artist in me you yeah, kind of but... get a challenge and you yeah. get and the family doing the man doing the man wife doing yeah. the escapology is a really good guy he yeah has, he, you know he mentors youth and oh really it just cool. seems like I'm getting better based on the people that are entering right. my life through work, like Martin. Right. You know, yeah. You know, a couple of times I hear people say, well, geez, how did you get Outback? How'd you get right. Rainforest Cafe? Right. And like people think Outback's right. Landry's Corporation yeah. is huge. Yeah. Tillman Fertitta, he owns the Golden Nuggets. Wow. And to have somebody come up to you, which who I didn't even know who he was. Yeah. Somebody just called me and said, hey, a bunch of epoxy got trashed, and we heard you're the best epoxy guy in the country. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. Can you meet, fly to Denver? As a matter of fact, I'm in Denver right now, and I was building a restaurant in DIA, pouring epoxy. Yeah. So they go, there's a guy there. He'll meet you at the downtown aquarium, you know, on I-25, across from the football stadium. Right. And can you pour a table for him? Like me pouring one epoxy table takes me like three minutes. Right. So I walk in, this guy shorts, flip flops, shakes my hand. But come to find out, it's Tillman Fertitta. And if you know the last name, he owned the UFC. He owned like multi. So, you know, and I have no idea who I'm talking to. Flip flops. Flip flops. So he's like, hey, I got a, a place down in Houston I bought for my kids called Kima. Kima, Texas. It's like a carnival rides and okay it was just dead after the oil collapse yeah nothing he bought the whole area and put all of his restaurant concepts in there yeah built roller coasters and same in Galveston so it's like I just I got really lucky yeah you know I found something just pouring epoxy that a lot of people want to do right you know and don't know how and to me it's like you know, if you're a bank teller, whatever, whatever you right. do. And like, I look at left-handed baseball swings and I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. You know, cause it's, right. it's not normal. It's, it's not, not natural. Right. Looking. Yeah. So, you know, I just, you know, got lucky and started pouring a lot of 
tons of epoxy. Yeah. And met some really cool people. And didn't you have something end up in a casino in Vegas or something like that? Oh yeah, it's the Cosmopolitan. If yeah. you go into, it's called the Chandelier Bar. Was one of them. So we uh, did a really cool, and that's that time because epoxy was my niche. Right. And when the Cosmopolitan was first being built, it was privately held like a, a corporation. Well, they defaulted or couldn't get it done on the loan. So it sat vacant for a long time. Okay. Well, I get a call like six in the morning, I mean, middle of the summer, and it's a bank. And they're like, we're taking over Cosmopolitan, and we have your number down as a contact yeah. for this. So I tell them, yeah, when can you come back and start up again? So really? we went there and, you know, did this really high-end bar. And it would be, it had been my first real exclusive job, right? you know, Cosmopolitan. Like, you go in there now, and it's still really nice. Yeah. I mean, the bar still looks good. It's called the Chandelier Bar. It's got brass inlays. And, you know, this is before my laser, so everything I built was hand. Yeah. I cut everything with a jigsaw, you know, everything. Yeah. And being a designer, you see things, and I like to build it. At the time, I wasn't building, but I learned how to build everything that I designed. Right. So when the first 10 years or so or maybe eight years that we lived here out of the 14 I basically just did my outbacks and my landries and I'd come home I'd golf I'd build my hot rods or whatever it was <laughs> and nobody really knew what I did you know because yeah. I didn't go shop myself because I didn't need to right then all of a sudden you know all the outbacks were done and the epoxy's really good and I'm not getting any of that right so I'm like well I gotta kind of and reinvent something. So you're from Pueblo, you're from Colorado. Like, yeah, Pueblo. Pueblo. Yeah. And then. Uh, so when did you end up here? Um. Or how? And how? Well, my wife's from here. Okay. So I left Pueblo to go play college baseball out in Southern California. So I spent six, seven, eight years out in Southern California, and moved back to Colorado, Fort Collins, and. Then moved down to Denver, and I was a real avid golfer at the time. Well, there was a Denver Bronco football player who lived next door to us, and he would always have me playing his scrambles. Yeah. So one day my phone rings, and it's my idol, you know, pro <laughs> quarterback for the Broncos, saying, hey, we got a golf tournament in Albuquerque, NFL alumni golf tournament. Do you want to go? And I'm like, whatever, who is this? There's, you know, no caller ID or anything at the time. I'm like, whatever. So I hang up thinking it's my brother messing with me. Yeah. Well, knock on my door and it's Dave Stuttered, the offensive lineman for the Broncos. He's like, hey, man, John's calling you. <laughs> Did you Why just hang up, up on him? I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So we're playing in Albuquerque at this NFL golf tournament. So I kind of look like Jason Elam, the kicker. They go, we could probably pull this off. So, so we get caught cheating, and it's horrible because we're leading the first tournament. Well, I met my wife that night. Oh, did so you? there was a big party, and one of her friends was dating a Bronco player. So that's how we met, and nice. I was living in Denver. So every week after that weekend, we'd 
go to Pagosa, she would drive from here, I'd meet in Pagosa. Yeah. So we ended up getting married and we lived in Seattle. We lived in Fort Collins and I, you know, I was traveling a lot. Right. And I was like, it's probably fair if she's closer to her family. Sure. Yeah. So we came here and it's a great town. It reminds me a lot of Pueblo. You got a lot of hard work. A little bit, yeah. You know, because we had the steel mill. This is the oil patch right. here. So, right. you know, I grew up, most of my family, you know, my dad got lucky becoming a big boss in the steel mill, but his first job at 18 was sweeping a pile of dirt 100 yards <laughs> over there, and then he'd go get his boss and tell him, hey, I'm done. Okay, sweep it back. And that's how they check work ethic. So, and then he became, you know, like second in command of the whole steel right. mill when he retired. Right. So, you know, uh, it was really cool, you know. So I see a lot of similarities. And yeah. Well, funny, I never thought I'd work with yeah. Wood in eighth grade. My uh, shop teacher, Mr. D'Angelo. Yeah. Now he'd be in prison. Yeah. You saw us hitching, you know, hitching was to school. Yeah. With ice on the roads, oh, we'd right, run right, and right. grab onto yeah. the bumper of a car, and they yeah. take us to school. Yeah, well, he was the car behind us, and this was dumb. If we fall, he's gonna run us over. He beats me up basically in class. If I ever see you doing yeah. that again, I'm like, so I spent probably two hundred fifty dollars of my dad's money to buy the walnut for shop class. Yeah, took me two years to build this coffee table, yeah. and halfway through, he stood on it and broke it, Mr. D'Angelo, and says, "Start over." So oh I had to ask my dad for God. more money. Well, I finally got it done. Seriously, me and my buddy went and burned it one night at a party. I'm like, it's, it's, so I go, I'll never work with wood. I hated it. And now I look back and go, wow, wow that was like. So the moral of your story, right? If we have a message for, for, for people, it's these three things. <laughs> it's um, uh, specialize in something. Learn how to play golf. <laughs> I don't golf anymore. And then, so and then never don't. stop learning. <laughs> yeah, no. All this stuff. So, you know, that's the old saying. And I've seen it happen so many times. Deals are made on the, on the golf, golf course. course. Yeah. Because basically, you get to have a casual business meeting that lasts five hours, you know? Yeah. With someone. And when does that ever happen? It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, so, um, so yeah, you went from just a guy doing some stuff to like all of a sudden you're like the guy for Outback, yeah. and then that branches out into more and more and more and more. Yeah. And um, but you just keep learning other stuff and adding right. other stuff and saying, "Well, I want to try that." Like my portfolio just, just gets. Like, yeah. Yeah, because if I ever had to go get a job, I mean, the only thing I could probably really do is be a salesman. <laughs> you know, because I've sold myself for so many right. years. Yeah. That's it. I could take a dick. <laughs> mow lawns. I've done a lot. Yeah. You know, I've done a lot. Yeah, man. Folding cardboard boxes yeah. in college. You never do that. Yeah. They all had cool gloves. Yeah. So <laughs> it's been fun, man. Thank you. All right. Thanks yeah, a lot. It was fun. Yeah. That's kind of my path to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to talk and not have to look. You're yeah. a good driver to multitasker, so. Say that louder because there are many people out there that would disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I try to be safe. Wait, I take that back. This guy cut me off last week. Big <laughs> gold bronze type. So if you see a guy with long hair and yeah. oak leaves yeah. and he runs you off the road, yeah, you're in his way. 
move. Yeah. <laughs> probably interviewed somebody. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ken's Think Tank is a web series talk show recorded in video format and converted to audio for this podcast. Find all video and audio episodes at kensthinktank.com. I know who you are. I know what you want. If you're looking for print and radio ads, I can tell you that's not what I do. But I do have a particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a godsend for business owners like you. If you hire Ken Collins Marketing to build your website, people who look for you online will be able to find you. But if you don't, they will look for you. They won't find you. And you'll go out of business. KenCollinsMarketing.com